Secretary of State saying there are about a quarter of a million ballots left to be counted in his state. Brad Reffensberger telling voters that every vote legally cast will be counted. You're listening to USA Radio News. Balance of nature is fruits and vegetables in a capsule, changing the world one life at a time. When I first switched over, because I stopped taking the other supplements I was taking and switched over all the way to Balance of Nature, I really noticed a huge difference. It was amazing. Like better sleep, better attention, better energy. It was just really, really great. Balance of Nature is now offering 35% off on any new preferred order. Go to balanceofnature.com today and use discount code USA. Can you believe after all the recent violent protests, looting, and destruction, some communities are considering either defunding or abolishing the police? If you agree that now is the time when police protection is needed most, then it's time we stand up and support your local police and the communities they serve. Call 800-JBS-USA-1 and request your free Support Your Local Police info packet. That's 800-JBS-USA-1 and request your free Support Your Local Police info packet today. There will be no update on election numbers in Nevada today. State officials saying they will provide their next update on Thursday. Former Vice President Joe Biden currently has a slim lead of about 8,000 votes in the state. As far as what's the holdup, Darren Shaw with the Fox News Decision Desk reminds everyone. Nevada tends to be very good at vote counting, but because they have this mail-in system um, and they're receiving ballots on election day, they're not processing them until today. And to process them properly, this is according to the Secretary of State, they're going to need to, to do signature checks uh, to make sure that the person didn't also vote in, in person, right? So no double voting. Incumbent Senator from Maine Susan Collins also saying her opponent, Sarah Gideon, the Democrat, called to concede in the Maine Senate race. Democrats hoping to pick up Senate seats in Maine, Colorado, Texas, South Carolina, and Kentucky, only picking up the seat in Colorado where the former Democratic governor beat Cory Gardner. You're listening to USA Radio News. Hey, Las Vegas, guess what? Mooch's Munchies is now offering delivery in the Las Vegas Valley. That's right. You can go to our website, moochesmunchies.com, and choose from our hand-baked treats, dog and cat foods, toys and accessories, and have them delivered to your home or office the next business day. We know you have a choice when it comes to your pet supplies, and we thank you for choosing us. We've been proudly baking here in Las Vegas for the past three years, and your dog and cat's health and well-being are our top priority. Mooch's Munchies, they are totally possum. The whole family can have fun all year at Sunridge Golf and Recreations. Sunridge is located just outside of Lake Tahoe in Carson City. Play a round of golf or take an intro to archery course while the kids jump around in bounce houses. Finish the day with a meal at Sunridge's casual bar and grill. Sunridge also offers running trails, a pro shop, and an event center. Visit PlaySunridge.com for more information. At Sunridge Golf and Recreation, you can play it your way all year round. Hungry for the best barbecue in Las Vegas? Come out to the infamous barbecue and meat market, John Moles Meats and Roadkill Grill in Las Vegas. John Moles was featured on the Food Network's Diners, Drive-Ins, and Dives. Now take home delicious meat selections for your grill, and while you're there, grab a bite of the best barbecue in Las Vegas. With two locations now at Tom and Gowan or on North Decatur, you're sure to find the perfect meats for your next barbecue or party. Find us online at johnmolemeats.com. 
Best of Las Vegas winners each of the last two years. Glazed Donuts is a family business. Taste the passion and quality in each delectable handmade donut. Experience amazing fresh donuts at Glazed Donuts, located at 6545 South Fort Apache Road on the southwest corner of Sunset. Glaze is open every day from 6 a.m. to 3 p.m. If you're interested in large orders, please call them at 702-246-2888. Follow Glaze on Facebook and Instagram, where they're showing off all their delicious treats. And check them out at glazedonutslv.com. The thoughts and opinions expressed in the following program are those of the program's participants and do not necessarily represent those of station staff, management, and advertisers. JohnSyndicate.com. Call 1-888-201-4201. That's 1-888-201-4201. Direct from the Vegas Strip. Are you looking to access the most powerful betting syndicate information directly from the Vegas Wise Guys? The same games that players walk into the casinos and move 5, 10, 20 dimes a game on week in and week out. Learn the secrets of the most powerful betting sources directly from our office to your ears. All you have to do to walk with that air of confidence is pick up the phone and don't stall. Make the call. Call 1-888-201-4201. That's 1-888-201-4201. Call now. Call free for your access password at johnsyndicate.com. That's www.johnsyndicate.com. Call now. Call free. Hey, this is former odds maker Kenny White now on your side of the counter. Go to oddsxfactor.com where I'm going to reveal all the secrets how to beat the NFL, NBA, Major League Baseball, and especially college sports. College is my forte. I love totals. I love second halves. And I love in-game. I was seen on 60 Minutes. I can beat the point spread. I was on the other side. Now I'm with you. Go to oddsxfactor.com. 1-800-209-1670. 1-800-209-1679. That's 1-800-209-1679. Pick up the phone and make the call. Get today's Consensus Club play absolutely free. Coming from the outside to the inside here at SportsInsidersRadio.com. Get our top consensus play from me, John, yours truly, plus Kenny White and Brian Blessing. It's absolutely free. Don't stall. Make the call. Here we go. Another edition of Sports Insider Radio coming to you from Las Vegas. Check out the website, sportsinsiderradio.com. Brian Blessing, David Miller, we are in studio here in Las Vegas. We'll get to the boys, John and Mike, the beasts from the east momentarily. But first and foremost, my friend, it will be you and I facing off this Sunday. And I like your chances. I like I. I we got to be careful here because we have 
We the, have killed it with three plays. Well, no, the same, well, this would be a play. I, I'll, I'll, I'll give you that. But On, uh, on uh, Seattle or the over? It's absolutely a track meet. So it's 55 now. <laughs> over 55. This game's in the 30s. <laughs> it's it's going to be 68 degrees and sunny in well, Buffalo. I'm our sorry. consensus plays, I feel, do nothing but win. So I don't want to really pick that one with you because I don't have a strong feel. Oh no, but no, that's one of the. That's, that's my, one of your plays. Okay, absolutely the over. I, I, it's a letdown spot for the Bills after finally beating the Patriots. So I don't. I mean, I hope I'm wrong. I don't like them. I, I would lean Seattle's way, but I'm convinced this game goes up and down the field. The Bills are mangled on defense. Seattle has no running game. Wilson's gonna Wilson's gonna throw it all over the place. Playing catch in the backyard. It's a track meet. Okay. I do have another one though. I'll give you. What's your other one? Let's hear that because we need a consensus. The people are excited. We're giving them winners, and that's at the end of the day, that's what people want. All right. Give me your other pick. Let's see if I want to get involved in that too. I just think we don't see bad numbers often, and I'm and it's it's a good number from the odds makers' perspective. Because it's this ought to be good. It's the market. This ought to be it's really the good. market good to build up. But I, you tell me, how is Arizona only? Oh, there you go. That's our consensus play. Only a that, five point. That's favorite. our consensus. I just I, I nailed that yesterday. I was on the first one to bet it. They here. they they won last week, or Miami won last week. That's our play comfortably over the Rams. They had four first-half turnovers and a punt return. Two were through for 92 yards. The Dolphins had 145 yards of total offense and won the game comfortably. The Rams were a no-show. The Rams gave the game away. And now you're asking this kid to go on the road for the first time when he did really next to nothing because he didn't have to, to go against an Arizona team that – Fortunately, had a bye to avoid yeah. the letdown no, of the big huge. win this over Seattle. And now they've got extra time to prepare. Huge play to me. And That's Miami is a very, you know, they've got a terrific defense. Miami, and I'm not knocking Miami. I, I, I just, I don't, I, you know, and I got a couple friends that I respect. They disagree with me. Yeah, I do too. It's almost like but you're I, in my chat. What I, is this? I think Arizona wins this game by 20. I, yeah, yeah, absolutely. What's your friend's logic? To me, there's, there's uh, no, didn't, there was no, there's no, no we, didn't, we, didn't, we didn't get in it. Uh, but he loved the buy is they huge have, too. To well, no, they have a really nice defense. They do, you know. But I mean, you just watch Tampa Bay struggle with the Giants. No, One standard, week, no, to this the, should be like six and a half. No, this, this is a standard lay more than three, and don't worry. And I hate doing. And by that. the way, you know what? Our, uh, I, 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 we were lucky. All right. Yeah. But last week, Denver. Last week, Den- we said Denver on the money line, right? And De- Denver scores on the last play of the game. But it's a win. Yeah, but I don't really call that luck because it's a win. Go the other way, it's, it's a just win. Variance throughout the it, game. Well, you're fortunate. Yeah. Okay. Well, the, it looked bad at one point. Let's call it that. <laughs> All right. Let's. Can we just keep them on hold? <laughs> no. <laughs> Boy, let's. Oh, pretty- come on, man. That was tough. That was rugged, man. That wasn't. We me. already gave out a, a, a two-unit play. To our loyal yeah, listeners. Now what? It's up to you guys. Yeah, now what do you it's guys your, your have job. to say? <laughs> well, I will, be, I will be on a plane to Indy Friday night. I will be rooting in the game 
with my beloved Ravens on Sunday in Indy. Um, we're not going to give any more plays away on the show. You have to you have to call the office for that. But primarily, I was there last week, Brian. I was at the actual Ravens Steelers game, which was a very eerie um, place to be because they had they only had three thousand fans in the lower level. They only had a thousand fans in the club level, and literally. The funniest part is we, we all know that they've been pumping in crowd noise. And when Stanley went down and the cart came out, they forgot to turn off the crowd noise. So what? we all know in the stadium there's barely any Steelers fans. And obviously they're not going to be cheering either. But nobody's saying a word. And all of a sudden I was like, this can't be that loud in here. And then 20 seconds later after I said something, they turned off the crowd noise. And um it was a very eerie feeling of being in a stadium like that with not that many fans. You know, with the, it still feels like a home game because of the crowd noise, but um, overall just a very poorly played game. Even from a extreme Ravens fan myself, I was on the other side, Brian. So we all know that this rivalry, we've talked about it on the show for years, that it's always going to land on three, and a team getting four is – you just got to play them blind in this rivalry. So, you know, I was on the Steelers, and it didn't work out as well as I anticipated, even though I'm a huge Ravens fan. Um, for our clients, they all won. You were looking for that emotional. He was going for the fan medal. He was yeah, going he for wanted the fan that medal. Ravens they win by three. He wanted, no, it's, the, it's an exactly. emotional medal. Emotion to exactly. much. So, of course. so like, let me ask you a question. So, you 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 prefer you prefer you well, well for your own team you prefer it packed and the stadium full, but you don't like that you're you're one of the only ones in there. I don't know. That seems like it would be quite an experience. Well, here here are the there are the plus of the whole situation. I got I was able to park uh, without paying for parking on a street literally two minutes away from the stadium. No fans to get in, so I didn't have to wait in line. I didn't have to wait in line for the bathroom. I didn't have to wait in line for food. I was able to move from my end zone seats that I had because you had to still win a lottery just to get in that, um, the PSL owners, just to get in the stadium. You had to win the lottery to go to the bathroom? You got to win the lottery to go to the bathroom. We walked all the way over to the 50-yard line. I was sitting literally three rows below Romo and Jim Nance. So I had prime time seats. There was nobody there. It was kind of relaxing. It wasn't that high-pressure so loud, you know, that it was a little bit like relaxed. It's like a private game. I mean, it sounds like a like private a game. Experience. It felt like a high school game. Yeah. But, you know, it was very unique experience. Uh, I'll send you guys the picture. I took a, a picture of me sitting around a bunch of cardboard fans that I was giving high fives to. <laughs> and um, overall, it, it's still the Steelers and the Ravens. It was still really exciting. Um, obviously, you know, from a standpoint of watching the first half, and Big Ben literally being shut out, and they had nothing going for themselves. Coming out of the gate, getting that three and out on the second half, I mean, it looked like all the momentum was at the Ravens, and then, you know, just turnovers. We You can't win the game with turnovers, and they just could not figure it out. Play calling was atrocious. It, it felt like the Titans game in the playoffs last year all over again where we just make all the mistakes, and clearly I still believe we're the better team. So, you know, Lamar's got to get it in check, and we all know it, it's not going to be easy going on the road in Indy against a really good defense and a team that plays well at home. So it will be very interesting to see. 
I, I think they have about 7,500. I think they might have moved it up to 10,000 fans now in Indy. So it will be uh, still be pretty empty. But, you know, two weeks in a row. So far, I'm 0-2 in the last two games. So hopefully I'm not the jinx or the curse. Um, and we could actually win a game on Sunday. John already told me, he goes, if I lose – Another game, I'm not allowed to go to any more games for at least another two years. Well, he believes His in random friends and random things like that. Some <laughs> exactly. things happen me. For, I'm what, the reason. For, I am literally the reason, yeah. Some things happen 14 times in a row or 17 or whatever it is, but, yeah, that's definitely a small sample size for sure. Listen, well, you know, it's uh, not like – Hold on, John, one more thing, one more thing. He almost outlawed his son from going to any more games because the first game his son went to, Justin Tucker missed an extra point against the Saints. Yeah, but see, he said, but, "Look, you're not Mike, allowed to go back." Mike, he's playing the superstition card for that because he knows it'll <laughs> save him four hundred bucks for the ticket. Four hundred, <laughs> right, right, right. It mean a dime when it's all said and done. So I get the call about twelve fifty-five Eastern Standard Time, five minutes before tip. He says, uh, usually I'll stop over his mother's and watch the game in the game room to, over there. And he says, you got to pick me up and take me to Grandpa's house. I said, what's wrong? He goes, get me out of here. I pull up. My ex is from Pittsburgh. She's got the whole regalia on, all the gear on, just to torture my son. My son said, I cannot watch this game with, with, his, with his mother. I said, no problem. I take him over to his grandfather's house. Everything's purple. They're all rocking and rolling. I get it. He, we get in the car at the end of the game. He goes, "Can I, can I stay at your house tonight? I don't want to see mom." Oh, so boy. I texted his mother. I said, "I said, I said, listen, go easy on the kid." I walk in the house. She's like busting at the seams, trying to like rub it in his face. I said, "I'll see you later, buddy. It's your mom. Bye." And that was that was it. And it, you know, hey, what can we say? The number one team against the spread in football, random, albeit as Dave would say, currently this season is 6-1 and one against the spread, the Pittsburgh Steelers. Wow, we just got to talk about it in the beginning of the show. Oh, geez, I geez. said it. Oh. Dallas is 0-8 against the spread this year. 0-6 coming off 0-6 last year. 0-14. Guys, who wants to step in front of that give-me-some-Dallas train? 0-14. Continue. <laughs> hey Brian, who's who's Dallas starting a quarterback this week? Uh, what's the kid's name? Rush. I think there's still uh, there's still a quarterback battle going on, right? No, no, they they changed. Uh, what's the they kid? changed? Is it Cooper okay. Cooper Rush? Is that what his name is? Well, that's good. Where do you go to college? Can, can you imagine? Can no you imagine idea. the reverse Martingale <laughs> betters? Can you imagine, guys, the reverse Martingale betters that think there's no way a team can what not the, cover 14 games wait, wait, and they keep wait, doubling wait, 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 and blah, doubling? Blah, blah, blah. Hold, hold on, hold on. Yeah, that doesn't the, go from year to year, though. No, no, the what? The reverse what? Martin, yeah. What, what's well, that? just the Martin Gill betters. The, ones the guys that, keep that just going keep doubling on one down. Side of the flip, and then they go, no way it can hit. Red can't hit again. Oh, that, oh okay. Yeah. Yeah, right. There's no way they're going to lose yeah. 13 and 14 in, in, in a row. In, in, I got to take them plus yeah. 10. Yeah. Red's, ele- Red's 11 times in a row, and then it goes double zero green. <laughs> exactly. So, I mean, this, this yeah. is the thing where, you know, again, I go back to. Dave makes fun of me, and he says everything's random. But here's the thing. The line makers now know this stat. So the question is, That's right. you That's know, true, though. I li- I, but I want to go I want to go back to what Brian has been saying for a decade doing this with him. Yeah, before you that do that, let me, let, let, me, let, me, let me bail myself out here. By the way, Michael, it's Garrett Gilbert. 
I, I was way off. Garrett Gilbert's going to be the quarterback for the Cowboys. As far as an hour ago, unless you have better news than me, I'm still seeing an open battle between Garrett Gilbert and Cooper Rush. Well, they, they lose either way. Your so, ninth or tenth string doesn't so, matter. Go, yeah. go ahead, John. Sorry. Let's get Dave in there. Well, like you uh, always say, Dave will be a good nineteen or whatever. Well, like you always say, value is only is isn't doesn't cash tickets. The Steelers open up at thirteen and a half. They only move to fourteen right now. The number one team against the spread versus the worst team against the spread because people are starting to, you know, again, people at post, I'm not saying it's definitely Dave, will take Dallas. I'm literally sitting off this train. Like, I just want to laugh and see how many games they don't cover. Because um, to me at this point, it's like humorous. I feel, I feel bad, even though I realize like a guy like Dave, it's one game of his 2,000 games he's betting a, a week, basically. And it, it, he had a great weekend. He killed it. He crushed it. Oh, that um, was an epic But again, weekend. It was an epic. You had an epic weekend, even though you still bet the Jets and even though you still bet Dallas, because let's talk about the fact that, you know, you're not infallible, infallible, big word. You know, you'll lose some games like we discussed on the Instagram story. But again, I'm asking everyone here on the show, why would you take the Cowboys other than just to be it can't be read 14 in a row? Well, let me ask you a question. What do you, then if it's that because it's an NFL team? <clears throat> yeah, but if it's that easy, I heard that for the last 14 money. games. It's that easy. That's that's my counter. Okay, every I know, mean, my it, counter it, is why not just not bet that game, not be involved. I understand that, but as as here's the old saying: so fear creates value. Is there a more scarier bet than that game? Yes or no? Is that the scariest bet on the board? Like, is that scary to take yes. that team? Even though you're not taking Dallas, you're betting against the the spot with Pittsburgh, right? You know, they just they just they just got the big win. It's a it screams letdown. I'm not saying I'm taking it, but this this is the ultimate contrarian bet, especially at post, because you know how we used to say, well, this line's going to get better, and that's the 2003 way to do it. And nowadays the market's more sophisticated, but that feels like for sure that one gets better. Nobody's lining up to take Dallas. So you're betting against the spot. You're betting against the move. Many fundamentals at play there. Now, do I want to talk well, about and, that and, next and, week and, if I bet it and, and lose? And, 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 and well, let's talk about this amazing middle that you had last week. You got the Saints minus two and a half at the open. You had the Bears plus five and a half at the close. I get people texting me after watching your videos on Instagram does he do that across every key number? And I'm going to answer for you, and you'll correct me if I'm wrong. The answer is no. You don't simply take two and a half. If it was three and a half, you might have not done that, correct? Correct. And I was telling everybody Monday we need to quickly lay two and a half. Sharp spots had it three, so we had off the top value. Also, I was anticipating, well, most likely the Bears were going to lose that game to the Rams, right, because they were six and a half, seven-point dog. And I knew even if it fell right on the Rams by six or seven, which is what the spread was, that there was no way that the Saints couldn't at least be three and a half. But I was ready. I said, you know what? This is going to end up going to like four and a half. Then I'm going to have to take the Bears. And that's exactly what happened. That was a real middle, though, John. Value at each time I bet. Not just showing me plus 130 and then plus 140 the other way when – both bets probably didn't even have any edge at all at the time of bet. So both of the bets had an edge when I bet, in my opinion. 
Uh, well, they did. I mean, based on prices and the situation, and and so I so it fell right right in the middle. But even if it didn't, the point was I got my money in good twice. So in the long run, that's all that matters. Because I know so you don't I know think, you're itching uh, to talk about your your scalp. I know. Well, if you if if you Elephant go onto my room. Instagram, if you go to if you go to add Johnson to get on Instagram, you don't think that's a that's a nice good value bet that I made today. I got Biden plus three forty, and I got Trump plus three fifty, or whatever it is. I got them. I got two teams, same amount of money on both sides, plus plus three hundred. Let me ask you a question. Let's say, and we... your only response to me before we get on the air. Is hedging is for losers. <laughs> no, I said hedging is for guys with no heart, in, usually. Not saying that's always the it, case. This is a free money bet, no matter it's, what you it's say. It's not. It's not a free money bet. Not at all. Okay, so, Explain to the public, if I bet $100 on Donald Trump plus 320, and I have $100 on Joe Biden plus 345, how is that not free money? Okay, well, you're just... you're. No pro better thinks the actual... Everything is expected and in theory. That's how a pro thinks. A, a, a regular guy, a, a somebody, a, okay, I'll, a recreational gambler, we'll call it that, just looks. So let's say a, a guy walks in and he, and he puts $5 in a slot machine and he, and he hits for 30 okay? I'm going to give an example. Now he goes and he loses back 15 he just says, well, I just lost free money. That was free money. No, here's the thing. Each one of those bets at the time that you bet either had an edge or they didn't. That's all that matters. So let's say I take the Cowboys, I don't know, plus, I don't know, what is it, plus 575 or something? Four, four. Okay. Okay, let's say I bet that and let's say they're up somehow, but this would be a miracle. But let's say they're up 28 to 0. Now on in play, I can get the Steelers plus um, whatever it would be, probably still barely over. No, plus 400 or, or something. We'll call it plus 400, okay? You would just look at that as I made free money. When you when you didn't at all, all you did was surrender some of your equity that you had on the first bet, when in the long run we're supposed to keep our foot on the gas anyway and probably take a team like that with the lead. In fact, th that is what we're supposed to do. Definitely there. Because 98% would be betting the comeback. But you would just go, well, I made free money. When you made your first bet, was that for sure going to win or be sitting good in an hour or two hours? Or no, it was good value. The, no, the, 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 okay, the number enough. was a good number. Okay, so you, you had value on the first bet? Correct. So the going rate was like plus 310, you had plus 350, like that type of value? Exactly. Okay, exactly. so you had an edge there. wasn't free money, but you had... In the long run, you there was plus EV. You were going to make value. Now, on your second bet, did you check the going rate? Then, did you have a read about what one of the polls might have been wrong or something? Where was your edge on the second bet? Right, it was right. It was exactly when Florida when he won Florida, and exactly when he won won Florida. Um, you were quick on the Trump went. Uh, when they said uh, Trump, they said they didn't know if he was going to win Florida. I'm sorry, it was right when he won Arizona. Which, so you were almost at that not, moment. You were almost like kind of not angle shooting, but kind of you. You saw something real quick and had oh yeah, quick I was. Fingers. If you look at my Instagram story, I was watching it in real time, like a ball game. Okay, as they were coming in with states. Okay, right. so this, so I, I've seen some of your other examples and they're bad. This is actually. It sounds like you had a good read on both bets at the time you placed them. 
and it and it fit and the second bet kind of I hate to use the word but it did it hedged your first bet so I'm okay with both of those both of those sound like good spots but in no way was that ever just free money from the very beginning when you made the first bet which you risked oh no 100%. no 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 a hundred percent no but way it's was still the first not, bet free money but but it's still a real pro just doesn't doesn't see it how you see it. Each bet has value, and that's well. That's why that's why I get the games from you. No, I mean it sounds like I should I'm get just... my my uh, in game political stuff from you, right? Well, so here's a perfect example. I got I got Trump at plus three twenty five at seven oh eight in the morning uh, your time in Vegas. Now the same site the go it's plus two seventy. So in your world, if you, that was your original wager, you would chase that at a worse number. And I'm I'm not, yeah. I, and I would say absolutely. I would, I would say, well, I got the better number at seven oh eight in the morning. Why would I chase it now? But here's at a my, lower here's number. my counter. I'm, in fact, I love when it's almost like you say the perfect things to educate the people. I don't know how you do it. Okay, but here's my thing. Well, thank it, you. You you do. Some Brian must be laughing right now. Go ahead. Okay, so, I'm I'm taking this all. So in. when you take okay, so when you take the plus three forty there, let me ask you a question. I hear what you're saying, but what if now when it's at plus two forty? If you're so close-minded right. to think like that and go, well, it was plus 340, now I can't touch it, here's what's going to happen, especially if you're an in-game better. You're going to lose so much value, it's ridiculous. Because now what if you – what? let's just say you had a quick tip that wasn't factored into the line. If you're so close-minded to go, well, I can't take it at a dollar worse, yet that plus 240 should be like plus 170, all you're doing is missing value there. Does that make sense? I agree. So, so, 100%. so it's like me taking the team like Dallas plus 14, and then at halftime they're up 21 to 3. Can you imagine that? Now, now the second half spread is 16 and a half. So, almost pick them. And then I go, well, I got plus 14 pregame. I, I can't, now I can't do pick them when, when I could have had plus 475 pregame. No, this is because. Now we have the stuff has already happened, and there's value again. There could be value over and over as the price gets worse because of what's happening, the situation, how the public's thinking. One place could ha be offering this when the other place is offering this, etc. So you really have to. I mean, I, I I understand what you're saying. I was at Club Madrid um, pre-pandemic with with Mr. Blessing over there watching a whole Saturday card of games. And one of our good buddies in Georgia was sitting with us. He flew in, and he kept pounding the same side of some game. And I kept looking at him. He kept running up because, as Brian will tell you, like every break they call they call the live odds out over the speakerphone. Correct? Is it they still do that, Brian? Yeah, they, yeah, they have live. Yeah, they in, should in, to kind of advertise it a little bit because yeah, it's confusing. Right. Yeah. So because it's only it's like only up during the commercial break. Right. So every time there was a commercial, he would jump up, run to the window, and I'm thinking. He's taking the other side. He goes, no, I just keep pounding the same team. And I'm looking at him like, are you crazy? But was there any? And he kept saying, well, I got value. Well, well what was his definition of value? Sharp Spots had it at a worse price, and he was extracting right. value to the global And he was rate. looking at his phone, and he was saying, right, exactly. And he was looking at his phone. And I'm like, you're just, like, you expect them to. And anyway, for me, my gut would, would never. I mean, he won. In all fairness, he won. No, but it was interesting to watch it in the Right, I understand. But it doesn't do matter if he won. Was, but in fair, 
Do you think there was – do you think what he was looking at in the phone He kept was, making the bet as the odds kept coming down, which the, is like what I, this perfect example of this I morning. Saw somebody doing that, if I saw somebody doing that every commercial and they were looking at stats or their own numbers they wrote, I wouldn't even care. If I saw them checking the global price and extracting value, right, which is I would what he was doing. investigate right. what's going on and try to get involved in it. Oh, that's what he was doing? Yeah, let me know the details on that off the air. Uh, but right. So you know, anytime somebody's logic to make bets over and over is they're checking the going rate and there's a discrepancy, n- now you pique my interest. But if somebody goes, "I made free money. I can't lose for my first bet." To me, I'm just going, "Okay, this is the guy going up to a slot machine, winning twenty dollars and going home and saying, "Oh, that was easy money." That's that's the got it. Yeah. Well, you so do that. Let, let, let me ask. Let's ask you two living in Nevada what your perception is. As of this morning, 27 states now have legal sports wagering, including Maryland. So now I am in a state that is no different than Vegas, just as a matter of when we can get the apps. But just to give you guys a quick rundown, Arkansas, Colorado, Delaware, Illinois, Indiana, Louisiana, Maryland, Michigan, Mississippi, Montana, Nevada, New Hampshire, New Jersey, New Mexico, New York, North Dakota, Oregon, Pennsylvania, Rhode Island, South Dakota, Tennessee, Virginia, Washington State, Washington, D.C., West Virginia, and Wyoming. Do you think this is going to impact the line making and the value or taking away from value? Or do you think the more legalization will add more value to the pot? Well, how many total places, how many different spots do you have to bet? How many different companies, I should say, running the lines? Oh, I mean, we don't even know. As of last night, oh, they Louisiana, really Maryland. Yet? Right. So as of last night, Louisiana, Maryland, New Mexico, South Dakota, Virginia, and Washington State, and Wyoming went legal within the presidential election on their ballot. It, it just comes down to, to how basically is one company – going for domination through the whole country then it, then it's not a big deal but it but if we get multiple if we have the more places we have to bet at the better different odds different bonuses and this is good you, you want competition but there. If you, you don't want someone having a monopoly if you live on in, it. if you live in vegas and you're betting oakland your number should be different than on the app that I have in Maryland. And if I'm betting the Ravens in Maryland, this is what it's all about. Your number. This is how the player is able to actually make more situations like that, create more value, which means more money in our pockets. So this is good. I did predict a long time ago. I said, one day we'll be betting at machines and one day we'll be betting in gas stations. We're already betting at the kiosks. Now the gas stations, I see that coming in the next 10 years for sure. It's inevitable. But no, I hope though. I hope though. I mean, for your sake, for me and him, we live here. We have. I mean, if I want. Well, yeah, but price. you say that. But look at Brian. Brian will spend a few weeks back in his home state. You'll be. You'll be in Buffalo. You'll be able to bet on the Bills game in Buffalo. How crazy is that? Plus, oh yeah. Well, plus we can. Plus me and him have sources. Well, there's already there's already a casino in Buffalo. Me and him, we can if uh, we're there. There's a sports book in Buffalo. If we're back home, you know, people yeah. can bet here for we have. So you have the same, but it, it's just nice when we have different prices all around the country and, and regional bias. I guess is what you call it. Is that what you're what you're referring to? Regional Correct. bias. Right. Right. I mean, this Mike might move the line on the Ravens game, his beloved Ravens, every week once he puts the app on his phone. I know he's got all the apps on his phone when he lands in Nevada. So. 
I mean, I even said to him, how quick till you, you know, and it'll be interesting if we'll be able to, he'll be able to test the app out while the Ravens are playing this season. Well, I just, my, it sounds good that all the regional bias, I don't know what else to call it, but I just have a feeling it'll be a few companies just kind of taking over everything, which is unfortunate, Mm -hmm. but I hope I'm wrong. Uh, I'm not sure. Then the Indian casinos, how are they going to do it? Are they going to have their own prices? Are they going to use other companies? This is kind of what we're waiting for. California could be really good for this. Are you um, Are you guys, um, did either one of you stay up and watch the election uh, information? We'll just, and then we'll end the election talk. Or did you guys just like no, I, not I, even just enjoy your dark it's day confusing. off? It's confusing. You're just I staring at all up, these numbers. I stayed and, up to like, I don't know. One thirty two. Um, yeah, I mean, I'm, I'll be honest with you, I'm tired. Then, yeah, no, no. I mean, it was, you know. I was just the, checking the, the, the well, line. The, the confusing part was, well, it started with the, you know, just, I mean, it was funny. It really was. It was. And then you were watching on social media the live wagering, the the numbers going back and forth. Right. But you were, it was almost That's like. all that matters, though, is the live wagering. That's the true. Yeah. Because they have, they factor in everything. The well, better. yeah, but, but it, it swung. It swung the favorites. The is roof a, on well, that. Trump, Trump was a dog, went to minus $2, yeah. then he went to minus $6. Yeah. At one and point, I, he was all the way up to minus, minus like, 570 offshore, and then he now he's back to, I don't know what it is now. But the, the craziest thing, you were handy, you're watching this. It was like watching a game, and you're handicapped, and, like, and they started out with the Florida thing, and you you could see I, I was the CNN guy or whatever. But when he hit, when he hit Miami-Dade, like he was like white as a ghost. He's like, whoa, that, that that's a problem. Uh, that his, well, you know, that it was so close there that Trump and, and that was a tip off right there. And once Florida looked like it was gone, then then Trump had some front runaway steam, uh, and then it derailed when Arizona got called. But but the thing is, you're watching all the. It was interesting because you were watching this going. Because what we we don't know, we still don't know to this with the remaining states. But when you were watching this last night, it was what percentage of that was okay? Uh, you know, Biden's ahead because those were the mail-in stuff, and then on the back end, they were counting the game day. <laughs> you know, walk up and vote on exactly. election day. But and, but, and, but, and, but now, but the, but but the problem was, it, then it got to the point with different states that they were actually counting. The election day stuff first, and then then the then the mail in stuff was coming in. So it went from something that you were you know getting consistently you were getting comfortable with. This is how this works, and then all of a sudden you got the different states, and the thing became a Rubik's cube. But some of the guys that are basically when we are when we're sitting there and we're betting second halves and we're excited about it, that's the highlight of our day. Some people were waiting like years. For for this twenty four hours to just sit there and and oh me I'm one of them I'm well, one of them well I mean no offense to you but the people betting really serious money the, and the, oh, the guys yeah, 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 arbitrage yeah. betters so you can really trust these numbers and they are acting on information coming in kind of like stocks and how they're getting the information I don't think they're always getting it off the TV they have multiple sources but you'll see these I was staring at it just out of curiosity and I would see it move. 70 to 80 cents in in like a minute i saw that a few times so i'm going okay somebody got down an insane amount of money on that because i really think the guys betting are moving those numbers not just it's people sitting in an office going oh well oh he won 
Oh, Arizona's looking good. Okay, right. let's move. Well, as cents. of 40 minutes ago, the the total global handle has been tabulated at 775 million between three books. Well, that's Betfair. only those three. That's not even. Well, yeah. Well, right. Exactly. I'm saying in terms of like put up your money books, Betfair in Europe, and two global books in faraway places. Just from what people can get public money, but that I mean, just think about what a. I don't want to use the word crime, but how insane it is. On the left hand, you're going to legalize sports wagering in 27 states on Election Day. On your right hand, you're not allowed to bet on politics in Vegas or in any of those 27 states. It's insane. Just well, that comes down. It's a ga- it, it, gaming. It's a gaming thing because we uh, we can influence the outcome with our one vote. But do, you do agree, Brian, that at some point you're going to be able to oh, be I, at yeah, the oh, sports absolutely. book betting. Audience. I I, I mean, just the way. You know, go back fifteen. The appetite for it is huge, so it's well, stupid go, that they well, won't even allow you to do it. Well, They're go back fifteen. Yeah. Go go back fifteen years. The NFL wouldn't even allow you to talk about gambling. Right. And now the NFL's making money your hand over fist well, on this stuff. So they're no. I mean, everything the spreads are on the side of. The I, I mean, it's TV. really, uh, it, it's really interesting because I don't watch games much as you guys know. I watched the last play of the Dallas Cowboys game, and it's they're literally not even faking it. Well, I guess a lot of football fans are watching this drive to the end zone. It's like, I, I why heard don't that. you just say that we're looking? I mean, a lot of guys I don't know if you are, heard that, Brian. Are, are sweating this last series. Yeah, I remember that. They don't even fake well, no, it no, anymore, no, well, Brian. No, that's it's ex- amazing. No, that's exactly right. I mean, there used to be, a, a, a you know, Brent Musburger and Al Michaels. Al Michaels used to be, well, right, he used they'd to sli- do it they'd on sli- the They kind of slide yeah. it in. But in, in, right. in Collinsworth would put a blanket over his head and, you know, be in the fetal position and wouldn't say a word about it. There's a few and, and, now, and now it's a conversation. Because you, you used to oh, go, why crazy. got excited when that, that, <laughs> when that field goal went in in garbage time, you know? What did he say? He said, all the hardcore football fans are still watching this <laughs> yeah. last drive with a lot of interest. Yeah. <laughs> and yeah. I'm thinking, like, you're watching this garbage Dallas team. <laughs> and, uh. It, it, it was it was amazing, and then there was the other game the other night where somebody converted on fourth down and then went down. Was it like what was the game where somebody just converted well, we, on well, a crazy fourth well, down play? That was that was the Giants, and then the Giants scored. Oh, yeah, and they, yeah, yeah, the but, they, but they had, they had a two point conversion that not right. all, that was going to take the game to OT, but the two point conversion was for the total. Well, the second half Correct. too. The second half yeah. was ten. And it, and it, and it that that would have that would have then you would have been back to sweating instead of pushing. So it pushed. Mike was said he was sweating this morning because he said he didn't have a good game. Uh, he needed some pointers from you, Brian. What's that? It's golf game. He's, he comes in very depressed. You would th- you would have thought the wrong president won instead. I said, "What's wrong, man? What's wrong?" Because man, I started out good and then it just went south quick. Mike, Mike, <laughs> the problem is you got to go to work. But I, what I would say is just go on the patio and have a couple of cocktails when it's over. You know, oh, I mean, look, I, I've spent two years where. But, you know, I'm playing military golf. I used to be able to just pump the driver off the tee, and it's been three, four years now. I got a new driver, and it's just been a nightmare. And after, and I was just all over the place. And my irons, chipping, and putting have just kept me competitive. And the last three times I've played, I've hit 85% fairways off the tee, just spanking it right down the middle. Figured something out, and my irons, chipping, and putting has gone to hell in a handbasket. It, it's, it's, just, it's it's the game. It's 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 the, it, it, you can't you know to put it all together. Good luck. Mike was happier when he was day. in the gym it's, all day. 
That's I was what I so think. much happier. It was you were, always You were holding productive. your girlfriend over your head. I mean, we should show everyone that video somehow. And you would squat her holding her over your head. It's amazing. Said, I want to be like. It was like I was at the top of my game. I don't even think you can do body weight squats now. Wait man. a minute, that's the problem. <laughs> you're too, you're too muscle bound. Yeah, yeah it's you, like you I was, was at, benching I was at the 400. Top of my game. I mean, a real machine. <laughs> and then we weighed the same. I was, and I, wow, is he so much stronger? It's the thing is, look, I was at the top of my game. It was the apex. It, that was it, and I had to just completely change everything up. Now I'm on the course. 7 a.m. There's a frost warning this morning. Um, Car path only. I'm running back and forth to the cart. I'm playing well in the beginning, actually. Then I warm up, and I just, all of a sudden, Brian, my short irons, my chipping's completely different than it was yesterday. My drives are perfect. I come up for the approach shot, and it's just like. I'll tell you what. You know what it is. Completely different. And and there, there are days when this happens. We work on his golf game on the air. <laughs> you know, there are, day, there are days when this happens to me, and all of a sudden, on like 15 or 16, I I, I hit, hit a shot, and I go, oh, there it is. I couldn't have figured that out on three or four. I figure it out on 16. You know what happens a lot of the time? You're set up. It's your it's it's the it's the last thing Always. you think about. It's you're either you know something so subliminal you're standing an inch or two too far away from the ball or the ball's too far up in your stance when when nothing should be different and you're going what am I doing wrong somehow some way it's your setup and you're setting up wrong and and that's that's usually what it is and you and it's the hardest thing to realize you think you're doing it right it's as simple as you're setting up wrong. Well, can I, can I, can I, can I, can I interject on a betting angle? Trying to fix the guy's damn game here. Well, no, I want to add, I got got one one last golf, one last golf statement and I'm done. I want Uh, one loss, one last golf statement and I'm done, Brian. Hey, by the way, John, how much do golf pros make an hour? Like teaching pros. I mean, you don't have to be a pro to be a teaching pro. I mean, you know, I feel like a shrink here. I mean, is he on the clock? I hope what do you want to say, Mike? <laughs> I hope not. He says, La- last thing, Brian, and I'll put it to bed for the week. Um, <laughs> like you said, you figure it out on 15 and 16. Today I figured it out on 17 and 18. There you go. Set par three on 17, 180-yard par three. I hit the tee shot seven yards. So what would you do different? Okay. Just listen, seven yards. <laughs> I come up to it without thinking it uh-huh. and just hit it, put it two feet from the pin. Just don't think. I'm just so angry. I'm like, you've got to be. I just come up. Don't even set up. Boom. Give me. Take my par. There you go. Well, that's it. Don't so, think. Don't. And let then you... I got a par. And I got a, a par five, eighteen. I put it on the green in three. I have a birdie part. I miss it. I still get a par. So it's one of my. I, course, I'll tell you what. Great. It's one of my favorite movies of all time. I mean, if it's on, I'm like, oh damn, I just start watching it. I've seen it a hundred times. Have you ever have you ever watched Tin Cup? You ever seen Tin Cup with Kevin Cup? Go watch Tin Cup. And just all, all the, the stuff he goes. Well, here, like, don't my, don't let your my, brain get in the way. Go Just watch Tin Cup, Mike, and then go golf. Here's my question. We got the Houston Open <laughs> yes. gonna, that people are betting on. Mm-hmm. So when you take these little life stories that I hear from Mike, it sounds to me, and maybe Dave can chime in because he's connected with wise guys, you're connected with wise guys. Are there big syndicates that kill it in golf, or are they just blindly betting all these dogs? Because it seems that if your game can be so good one day and your game can be so bad the next day, how do you handicap this? 
I the syndicate thing. I but I, the only I would think there's the there's the DraftKings syndicates that that play tournaments and and you know go in there with you know a couple hundred tickets to try to take down a big pot like for the Masters. Got it. I, I don't know about syndicates actually betting golf tournaments per se. Yeah. They, what about you, Dave? They do the matchups. They they make Got money, it. I think most of it on the matchups and and then they just they have an edge. Guys find edges on anything. Come on, out boys. Well, here you futures. Here, are, they, here. They find I'll tell you. A way to beat you, you want the edge? You want? By the way, here's my free play. Uh, the Arizona things out there. Here's my free no, play. No, no, you no. Know, I'm, I'm, I'm going to. I am going to take you to a whole new world here, bud. Yeah. All right. Sunday is the final NASCAR race of the year. Okay. Okay. There's a race. And then there's the championship. Kevin Harvick won nine times this year, didn't make the final four for the championship. Kevin Harvick is going to win the race. But there's a race between the four guys, and they're all plus 275. There's four guys for the overall championship, which means more than winning the race. And Brad Keselowski won a race seven races, six or seven races ago in Kansas. And when they win a car race, right, when they win a car race, what do they do? They burn out and spin it around and smoke the tires and go bananas and go nuts with their celebration. He got out, he, he came up to the checkered, uh, the, the finish line, parked the car, walked out, got the flag from the guy, uh, the, the checkered. He didn't spin the tires or go nuts or do nothing. And he got, and the guy came up to interview him. He goes, "We're really excited, but we won this. We advanced to the second round of the playoffs. Now we've got to find a way to get to Phoenix." He says, "Because if we get to Phoenix for the final race, this is the car I'm taking there. The car he used in Kansas, they put right on a truck and sent it to Phoenix. And if and and I am telling you, know you more than the bookmakers. I am on that telling one. I you, he's got to beat <laughs> Denny Hamlin, Joey Logano, and." Uh, uh, Elliot, and I'm telling you, he tipped his hand seven weeks ago that he's got the money? he's got the card that is a rocket sled for this. Now it's a car race, and some idiot can hit him into the wall or something. But I'm telling you, who are we talking about here? Brad, I'm going to re-listen to that. Brad Kislowski. I need to re-listen to that. I, and I have a plus, feeling there's an edge I, I can somewhere get there. Plus, plus four hundred to win the season finale five hundred. No, 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 no. That's oh. four to one to win the race. There's there's oh, oh, there's oh, odds okay, to win I, odds to win the championship. It's now between four guys, and every one yeah, of them plus two fifty. Yeah, everyone's plus two fifty plus two seventy five. Keslowski is going to win that. I'm just telling you right now. And, and we everybody goes knows. Oh, I had that five, that four point football team on the money line. You know, it was like plus two fifty, and you want to shoot fireworks into this guy. Don't don't sneeze at this. There's plus two fifty. It's there for you. That's my my work here. How is about done. that Breeders' Cup? You working on the Breeders' Cup for us? Um, let me hold this up. Uh, for David. Yeah, see, I oh, just wow. finished. He, okay, so when I'm staring finished. at that piece of paper, actually, there's like ten of them. Wait, wait, wait here, what is what is he asking? What did he, he ask? What I was wow. doing? Yeah, he's this is this this is a guy real serious. <laughs> oh, I, I know what he's doing. No, I got the I breeder. Feel, I'm doing the breeders' cup I while feel, we're doing. I this. feel on that NASCAR pick, I, there could have been multiple picks in there. It was it was wow. I kind of feel that these are the type of ways that the the guys basically they do that in golf. They do that in NASCAR. 
And I, I feel like the bookmakers just kind of throw up random numbers. Not random numbers. They're in the ballpark. But you can definitely find edges like that. They don't know that he tipped his – that he gave a well, big here's the, here, You long. want the bad beat of all bad beats. Yes, and, and there's nothing I can do. It's a pandemic. But I watched the European – Oh, you had something in the bag and they canceled it. Not in the bag. The European tour. I watched the European tour golf. It was last November, and an English golfer, Ty Hatton, wins the most, uh, the the biggest purse, a $2 million purse on the European tour. I think it was the Turkish Open. He wins it in a playoff. I'm watching this at like 5 in the morning. And this guy says, he wins, they come up, they interview him right afterward. And, and I like the guy to begin with. And he said... They're like, okay, you won all the money, and you did this and that, and now you're in the top 50 in the world. And you're like, wow, what are you thinking? He goes, the money doesn't mean a thing to me. He said, what I can't wait for now because I won this is to go, He called, they call it the postal, not the not the mail is i can't wait to go to the postal and the day that my invitation to the masters comes i dove on the phone and bet this guy at 140 to 1 to win the masters he has since won three tournaments worldwide yeah all right and I had him at 140 to one, and because yeah, it's a yeah, pandemic, like it they took the index down because it wasn't played in April, and started a new index, and now he's 40 to one. I had this guy at 140 to one. He's got a real chance to win the Masters, but because of the pandemic, and there's nothing you can do Plus about it. Plus, he was probably like I don't I hate to say in the zone, but he was. He, yeah, in the zone a little bit. But, but his whole focal, the whole focus his, of this guy's existence was, really was this golf tournament his coming up in two weeks. His drive was really there too, like, probably more than your average your yeah. average golfer. So, but, but it's like the, you know how that is. That's like the advanced. Real, real, the, real, the advanced real quick, wait, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. That's like the advanced line in football. That's like you know you're sitting there and you're looking at a game next week and the line's minus four and the team has a bad game. All of a sudden it's minus one. Right. 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 That's right. all. Well, speaking of that. A Monday, November 9th, the the second to worst team in college, uh, excuse me, in NFL against the spread. It could be a college team. Is the Jets one in six against the spread? You know, not rant. You know, it's not a big enough sample size. But again, they're hanging this number of seven and a half on this game. Obviously, the Sharps. I'm not saying Dave is going to play it, but most Sharps are going to take the Jets. Um, and I just wanted to know, since we, you know, got a little time left, what's the thoughts on that Monday night game? Not really, the, even though we don't have a selection yet. I'm looking at, you know, New England is three and four against the spread, so they're under 500 by one game, and the Jets are one and seven against the spread. You know how I like to take the, you know, the, the undesirables on that one. Correct, but you got, I'm okay. not very I, that game. I, I just have no feel. I think seven's about right. Yeah. I, They're both kind of undesirable. Well, too, the, I mean. the thing that was, you they, they had a punch to the gut. New England was going in to tie or win the game. Newton fumbled, Newton fumbled. but that's a great for them. That's a really good effort. He it, was it, crying too it, when he fumbled. Oh no, he's so a man. He was devastated. He's devastated. No, that's their season. So, yeah, because because literally it was like. They can now tank, and you're thinking they're going to trade Gilmore and they're going to trade guys by the deadline. They really didn't trade anybody. But the other thing is now Belichick's got a short leash. He knows Newton's not the answer. At some point, you probably see the Stidham kid. But they're either so deflated or this is a mad football team, and as bad as the Jets are, they beat him by 30. 
I, I actually would lean to to lay the points in that yeah. game. As crazy as that sounds, I the more so I will go against the teams. But John, I mean, the hook is I nasty. Won't. The hook. No, is, well, the hook, it's, the se- it's actually seven now. Okay, there. You At go. six and a half, I would lay the six and a half. There. Yeah, I agree with it. The Jets really are the wor- the worst team ever, and. <laughs> this is no the worst team ever. And then, and then the Patriots <laughs> coming off of losses That's historically. Funny. I know it's not the same team. You mean you mean Dallas isn't the worst team ever? The Jets are the no, worst, it's the Jets. worst team. Oh, the Jets. Nobody's are, worse than the Jets that I've ever seen. I think Dallas. Dallas. No, I mean, Dallas no, the Jets get are worse. Oh, well, I wish we could make that bet on a neutral site. Anyway, but at six and a half, I think you have to lay it on the road. I know that's dirty, but I, how I about think. your Seattle team is five and two against the spread, and the Bills. I'm looking to see what their record is against the spread since the beginning of the season. Buffalo, 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 Buffalo is three and five ATS. Yep. So you got five and two versus three and five. Well, what about me and him giving our consensus plays? Yeah. What's that record? Somewhere in the <laughs> upper seventies, eighty percent. We've done nothing. Yeah, but it doesn't win. count because it's random. There's not enough sample size. No, there's a big sample <laughs> size. We both got our own plays, and we both love the Cardinals. Everyone, the Cardinals this week. If your neighbor wants a pick, your friend, your brother, lay the points. So I will, in terms of teaser action, and we discussed there's a time and a place for them. Obviously, we can all agree that the biggest teaser this week will be people teasing down Pittsburgh with Kansas City. Uh, I mean, that's got to be the biggest square teaser going, right? There's your free money guys. They're doing that, all your free money guys. Right. I wonder how many people thought it was free money. Free money. I, I think there was some guy, um, Mike. What'd you say? Some guy bet four hundred thousand dollars on the the Tampa game or whatever game on Monday. That it was no, a two it's point he, game. he parlayed. He parlayed Tampa money line and Kansas City money line. Four hundred to but, win a hundred. How thing, much? Did, my thing is four hundred to win a hundred. No, coming this, down to the last play is, of the game. This is what everybody's going to do. They're going to they're going to have a couple of picks that are flips. And then they're just gonna throw. They're gonna throw the Chiefs on there, or the yeah. They're gonna throw the Steelers on there, and going well. That's for sure gonna win. So it'll help my parlay. They really have this mindset. Everyone's gonna just throw that Steelers money line minus nine hundred or whatever. I don't even know what it is, but they're just gonna go. Well, that's just gonna help my payout for sure. That'll win. So so that's so that's somewhat. So that kind of drives the actual spread up too. Everybody teasing and doing that kind of stuff. And I don't know. It's really hard to. It's hard to pass those type of games living in Vegas for me. Right. I can pass the Jets though. They, boys, let me tell you something. Time flies when you're having fun. So we we like Arizona. Well, whatever. We're good. But together, oh, we, we, we're, we, we're good with Arizona. No, we've. And we, I wish you we've luck. We've done nothing but win. And then we gave three the other day. I think they went three and zero. We can, yeah, I, mean, I think we. Uh, we've we've killed it this year. It was three and zero on Sunday. Detroit, don't worry. Detroit over. You guys, Seattle over. I think Seattle over comes right back. Don't don't worry about it. We don't need anything. Just keep listening. Refer the show. That's all we want. Yeah, and, and we'll keep winners coming. And, and, don't worry and that's about right. that. And and you know just to just to spread it out. John's there with the Wink Martindale bet or whatever that's called. What well, was he's that? got his scalp too. He's got <laughs> his scalp <laughs> on the. <laughs> <laughs> what, what, what was that? Which side update, do you make more update. money on? One update. That bet might still be open next Wednesday. Nah. Wisconsin. Was just reported Biden won. Oh, boy. Okay, fellas. Hey, we're out of time. Have a great week. We'll do it again next week. Check it out, sportsinsiderradio.com. It's the Vegas Board, Tuesday morning at 10 on AM 1400, KSHP North Las Vegas, and KSHP.com.
USA Radio News with Tim Berg. The Trump campaign is asking for a recall in Wisconsin, saying there have been reports of irregularities in several Wisconsin counties, which raise serious doubts about the validity of the results. Currently, Joe Biden is leading in Michigan by about 20,000 votes. North Carolina, another state that has not been officially called for President Trump. He does have a slim lead in the state. North Carolina Republican Party Chairman Michael Wortley expresses optimism regarding that presidential race. We are here today to celebrate an absolutely fantastic election day. Uh, as we said yesterday and last night, it was a great day to be a Republican here in North Carolina. The Georgia